Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good to see you today. Good to be in your presence I'm over the so airwaves. Excited for today. I don't know why I'm using this accent in particular. <laughs> Sounds a bit southern and seems to be changing over time. Yeah, I know that's my. I get made fun of all the time. They're like, I'll be like, hey, check out my Irish accent, and then it's like a mix of Irish, British, right, and then just plain old. Oh, Australian is usually what I lean towards, and then I just then it's just plain old yeah. idiot. That's yeah. what I sound like. I, right? I can, you know, it, there's there's one thing: be a f- you know a comedian, a funny guy. Not everyone can do accents. No, they're actually not hard to do, do well. Yeah. Like if you want to really portray not just the like the accent itself, but the I don't know, just embody the the person. There's yeah. definitely a uh, yeah, it's a tricky thing. Well, it's so listen, much fun if you can nail it though. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Welcome to the Shannonman Podcast. Uh, really great to be with you all today, and uh, we're really looking forward to this podcast. It's a follow-up to uh, one that we re-recorded yep. earlier, yeah. and so this is a part two, uh, but first, we got to get some things out of the way. We want to uh, uh, really thank Iron House Productions for uh, making us sound so good, giving us the space and, yep. the, uh, and the technology to be laying down these uh, amazing podcasts. Yeah, I think they're doing some really cool stuff, uh, uh, you know, just trying to be more developed in this area of Chatham. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I oh, I'm so it's, I'm so happy cool to stuff. have them on board yeah. here. And, and uh, we're recording uh, here in the beautiful uh, newly restored Vogue Theater in downtown Chatham, New Brunswick. Yeah, lots and, going on uh, here. Yeah, lots going on. This is the new Action Corner action corner yeah it is and the the best coffee everyone keeps saying the best coffee in the miramichi and i don't want to offend everybody anybody but i mean i would right. i would say it is personally take, from take that it. tim hortons oh, take, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take that starbucks yeah we're, we're, we don't have we're starbucks re- here Why we're really no but the, i mean I, oh, I'm, I, I like to think people are driving from moncton but driving past several starbucks to go to Creative Grounds Cafe. I don't think so. Hey, I don't think they're... But I do know that people are driving from the upside of the river, aka myself, to be able to come up to get uh, delicious coffee. Well, that's something. And while we're on the topic of delicious things, I want to thank Mark down at the Finer Diner mm. for hooking us up mm. tonight. Mm. Uh, Sam and I were here, and uh, we were feeling a little peckish. A little famished. As we sometimes do, and we rolled down the street... And rolled into the finer diner, and Mark uh, totally hooked us up. We yeah, had doors locked, let us in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was only because we were scratching at the window. He really didn't have much of a chance, much of a choice. Yeah. Uh, but he hooked us up. We had a beautiful bowl of chili. Yeah. And what was that thing called? The special thing? The century sandwich. Century sandwich. Oh my. I highly recommend it. So I say that to say, if uh, during this podcast, the next thirty-five minutes, uh, we're a bit burpy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you get end up getting hungry or thirsty, you know where to come if you're in the Miramichi. No. You come to this street well, where you get yes. that food and yeah, coffee. Absolutely. This this is the place to uh to visit and um you can come and you can lock knock on the door of the Vogue and you can come in. The door's usually open. Just help yourself. Wander around. No, don't do that. <laughs> we we will call 911. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, it's uh, we got those uh, housekeeping items out of the way, and now we're going to get into our topic of the day. Yeah, I'm excited because, uh, you know, walking away from our last part, the part one where we talked about negative things from the church, you know, walking away from that, I was like, I don't want to just 
leave it there because I don't know in my own life and what I've seen like there's been a lot of good and beneficial and positive and a lot of impact from the start like when we look back and we're going to talk about like the early church mm-hmm. and like the big movement of Jesus um it, it was it was just uh really impactful and a lot of great things happened within society and community and everything so yeah I, absolutely I think I think we need to move into that area of being like uh, you know it's not just we're we're not just like oh, the church is terrible. We hate the church and this and that and that. We're like, no, we also, we love the church and we think there's great things yes. to, to it. And Yeah, so. and I think if you've been listening uh, to us up to this point, you've kind of picked that up. I mean, we, we both recognize as, as uh, well, I'm a pastor in, in church. You're uh, Sam, you're part of a parachurch organization that works uh, very yeah, closely. A Bible, a Bible camp. Bible camp yeah. works very closely with the church oh, and, yeah. and the local church. Um, obviously, uh, both of us uh, hold the church in very high regard. Yeah. Uh, but we, uh, again, recognize, and we covered that just in, in way of review. We covered that in, in the last podcast and, and just talk it. So if you, if you missed that one, you may want to pause right here and go back and listen to part one. This is a part two of, of part one, uh, yeah. part two of two. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe go back and listen to that one. But just real quickly, we covered some of the, some of the things um, that uh, people have experienced excuses, perhaps if you're listening, you left the church, mm-hmm. uh, you left your faith. Uh, these are some of probably some of the reasons why. And so today we would like to, Leah, just turn the page a little bit on on those things and talk about uh, some of the positive things. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, let's just talk a bit about and and, and give uh, give some maybe backstory about the the foundation and the start of the church with the Jesus movement, right? Um, right. You 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 talk about wanting to have your people be called instead of just Christian, but maybe, um, followers of the way. Is that what? Yeah. 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 Followers of the way. So, um, and then when you look back, there was something significant and not just even like in Bible, like when you read the Bible, but, um, in just general history, like I was reading in a history book the other day that was, you know, what it was focused on just a lot of era, but there was this part in it that was kind of almost like you saw something took place, you know, within, yeah, the movement the movement was so significant that it it it, it really was not confined to biblical history. Yeah. Um, you know, there were secular historians that were uh, talking about this this small band, and it really was. I mean, percentage wise, although the church grew very quickly in the beginning, it was still a small percentage of mm-hmm. people who claimed uh, to uh, be following a guy who had risen from the dead. Yeah. And uh, everywhere they went, and I've said this before, and I'll continue to share this story, uh, and and this this adage, I guess. Uh, and try to change people's perception. Everywhere that Christ followers went, they made their city better. And that was just, uh, that was a fact. And we've moved away from that just in, in our thinking. And Christianity has certainly gotten a, a, a bad rap. It's, well, but it does seem, though, in, in some settings, and I think we're moving away from that, I hope, but it did seem like in some settings the churches come in and just seem to focus on themselves. So I, I, I would get why some people would might be like, are they really making it better? Yeah. But in another context, I think there, there would probably be lots of stats and studies about um, where there is the growth of church in a community and, and more Christians, pr- probably most most likely 
the the health of the community is probably rising and yeah and, and like lowering and and negative things right uh, and those and those are some of the things we want to cover but getting back to the history of it too so uh very soon after the resurrection of jesus christ i mean in between the 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 crucifixion and the resurrection um there were no christians there was mm-hmm. nobody everybody his uh all of the disciples had abandoned uh jesus they figured he was dead they went into hiding. Um, they ran scared. <laughs> yeah. They uh, completely went back uh, and disavowed yeah. any any association with Jesus. So, I mean, there were three days there where Christianity was truly dead, huh. right? Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly after the resurrection, um, we see this, uh, you know, this this movement uh, just take off up and to the right in in all respects, mm-hmm. and and. You know, those of us who plant new churches, um, there's always a part of our mission and vision that wants to go back to that, to, mm. to those to those grassroots yeah. uh, uh, times when it and, and it's very clearly laid out. And like I said, historically uh, shows people truly cared for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, you know, even even scripture says that people who joined in community mm-hmm. sold everything, for instance. Yeah, that's to me that right there is is a bit of a start to that positive. And it's pretty overwhelming when you think of it, where they would literally sell all their possessions to make sure that people who had need were, were given it. And it seems like there was there was two kind of two facets of that. Like one, when they sold it and had all this, this money, it says they were like, they were making sure to take care of the needs within their community. So it's like this local church that was like all looking out for one another to encourage each other to make sure like, you know, like if there's a widow, um, they, they were there to, to support and give because, you know, back, back then it was a lot more difficult. Like the men were the providing, right? So they were giving. And then the second, part of that though is like they weren't just like okay is everyone here good okay good we're good it was like are people in our community good is there need in the community like how do we then take them the the money that we've gotten from selling our possessions to Mm -hmm. be like okay now there's this person they're not part of our community but that's not going to stop us from giving that's not going to stop us from blessing and serving and and show love it's like it's actually going to motivate us to go even further because that's what jesus was doing and showing when he was he was here well and and that's why that's why we see the growth of the church happen let's be honest yeah um they they moved into the community showed radical love and then people started asking why 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 are you loving on us like this i i remember reading one of the roman uh caesars uh Mm -hmm. who was just very much incensed with these early christians because in his words they're out loving us. They're out loving. <laughs> yeah. They were out loving his citizens. So yeah. you know, as a as a leader of a state, you know that <clears throat> part of the government is job is to look after its citizenry. Yeah. And and these Christians were coming well, in and filling filling that gap. And you know there were there were Roman citizens that were obviously becoming followers of Jesus Christ because of the influence of these early which is, yeah, that's, yeah which is insane but i had heard um i had heard a guy talking about that with the caesar and stuff like that and how like a lot of the reflection on what the things that they were doing and saying was almost this re- not i don't say, i don't know if it's rebellion or revolution or there is this kind of like going against the mindset of mm-hmm. the romans towards caesar so caesar's government was all about 
taking and, and drawing in, right? right. So yes. putting this overload and then trying to gain something. So uh, that movement um, wasn't about the outflow, right? So when right. he was saying, I am Lord, like Caesar was claiming this, this, this title of being like master over all mm-hmm. that area, this other guy comes on the scene and says, no, I am Lord. Yes. Um, but then the opposite isn't like now start bringing now let's my followers, let's bring in money for me. Right. It was the exact opposite. <laughs> right. It was like, I'm Lord. Yeah. Here you go. Let's, yeah. Like guys, how, like, let's, how, let's start giving how stuff quick away. Can we give everything how, away. Right. So it was yeah. almost this insane movement where the, the government is saying, you know, like this is what we want. And, and Caesar is saying, give and, and this, this, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this guy is claiming to be Lord fighting almost this fight against Caesar and saying, you know, we're not a movement. We're not a structure of, of taking. We're yes. actually one of giving. Yeah. And, and I think another thing that set Christianity apart from, from some of the other, I guess, you know, looking back in history, some of these other religious movements that have cropped up, um, you know, Christianity didn't isolate themselves from from society. They didn't, okay. you know, I, I, th- that, that wasn't part of their deal, like you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly they were expecting Jesus to return, as we still are. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's part of, of what, we, what we teach and what we preach and what we expect. So the early Christians were no different. They, Jesus you know, he left and he said, I'm coming back, mm-hmm. be ready. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but they didn't, they didn't like sell everything and then move to a commune. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, they cared for each other. Yeah. Um, they looked after each other, but they still got up and went to work. You yeah. know, there was still mm-hmm. business people and, and, and they, they still went about their business. They still obviously raised families and, yeah. and, and did, did life together. Yeah. Um, amongst amongst the 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 their community yeah you know i think i was just thinking about what even what you're saying about occupation and different stuff like that so um and it might be a stretch to correlate the two but i mean that's what the podcast is all about just talking out loud but um you know when when the disciples when jesus was here and the disciples were there they're they're doing things that would be giving an impact so there'd be somebody who's blind on the street, mm-hmm. right? And so they are, they have nothing because they can't, if they're, if they're blind, they can't function or someone who's lame. And so they're beggars or they have, they're nobodies or they have nothing. And then Jesus and his disciples would come along and they would start healing, right? This, mm-hmm. this benefit of giving and being like, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring healing and restoration to your body to mm-hmm. help you. And I think it's interesting, even that idea of now moving into today's society where you don't really like see that, like, and I don't see, I know in some contexts maybe you do, but, yeah. um, I, even that sense of like, okay, with doctors and nurses and, and those kinds of things, like where has the church been within that movement? So you think of even going to other countries, uh, you know, on missions and stuff like that, where they're going to bring aid to people who have need or destruction has happened, or, uh, maybe there's disease. And so they're going to go heal. Like I've heard of people going as like dentists. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's crazy. It's not necessarily like I'm going to just proselytize. They're like, I'm going as a, as a dentist or as a doctor right and i'm going right. to go and help and care and serve and uh, actually i think you had uh like details on uh, or some information or you were talking about earlier about um like the health movement with the church and stuff like that yeah so so again historically we we can look back and we can see how christianity changed uh changed society and and mm-hmm. and, and i i mean changed our calendar you know it's it christ mm-hmm. What, Christ, what do you mean change? Well, Christ calendar? literally changed the way we refer <laughs> to time, 
right? I mean, the whole that we 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 base our 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 time calendar on the the death of Christ, right? So so I mean, some big significant yeah. things happened historically, but in most recent history, um, you had mentioned you had mentioned uh, health, for instance. Yeah. Um, we know that uh, a lot of the a lot of the um, hospitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was started. Modern medicine and modern hospitals uh, grew out of the church, grew out of Christianity. Really? Yeah, absolutely. How? Well, they, they, it, it started, uh, again, very grassroots. I mean, these people were um, trained uh, in, in caring for someone's body, mm-hmm. and then it switched to where they, they said, well, we, we have to do this on a larger scale. And the, the organization that had the resources... Uh, that had the manpower, so to speak, and and was able to pull it off, would have been the church, hmm. a- and so um, we can we can look back and see a lot of these uh, the the modern hospitals that still bear uh, the name of saints and and uh, you know Christian bear the uh, sorry say they bear the name of saints of saints yeah like what yeah, like Saint, I mean? Saint Jude hospital for instance oh, oh okay oh you know, I see what, you're you know what i mean oh, like these these okay. these organizations yeah. were started by churches yeah um huh. historically uh you know we were talking i think this week about um the our, our modern now we're in canada if you're listening from the states and so we enjoy a certain measure of socialism here yeah and uh, I don't, I don't believe we're socialists. Although, if, if you're in the states, you might see us that way. Uh, but we en- we enjoy we enjoy a certain measure of, of socialism, and the government, mm-hmm. uh, we as the people, uh, give more of our income so that people can be cared for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Douglas, the the, the founder of the uh, New Democrat Party, uh, who was who is considered the father of of socialized medicine. Uh, was a Baptist minister, yeah, and uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. No, but it, but and and you know I, I I'm certainly not well versed on his biography, but I can only imagine um, someone who is who's a clergy and a part of, of leading the church. Um, the love of Christ had to be part of that motivation to mm. to to look at his community and say, okay, there are those out here who, because of uh, their financial situation, cannot afford surgery cannot afford prescriptions cannot afford and we have an obligation as a society to care for everyone yeah i think um i was just thinking about um like because i know even within the community um there's different people who have things have come along of tragedy you know sickness Mm -hmm. death but especially in that realm of sickness where i've seen the church go above and beyond Oh, absolutely. Um, the yes. rest of, and no offense to, I'm not saying like we're, the church is better, but I just think there's that stirring of, of love and be like, we see this difficulty. Yes. And I know it happens outside the church community because there's other things that we could reference about that happening. But even within the church uh, not structure. As e- not as easily though. No. From, from what I, from what I see, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to happen as easily. But is it because they don't meet every week? No. <laughs> do you mean like it, it, it's a probably, a, no? What no, do you, what do you think? I, I think it has to do with generosity. Okay. Yeah. I think it has to do with, with, um, unconditional love and generosity yeah. that, that is, is certainly as a true follower of Christ hmm. is, is expected. Yeah. Right. This is something that we've, if, if you've given your life to following Jesus mm-hmm. and, and, you know, attempting 
to to model him yeah. in, in your life yeah. then then that's yeah. just that just happens for for instance and i'm glad you brought this up and and again we're not we're not we're not trying to disparage any initiative or anything out there no. but in miramichi here i mean and maritimes in general you know, I think we really care for each other in a yeah. special way. And and I've recognized that I've lived in three or four different places in the States and, and, uh, and other places. And, uh, you know, this is certainly a, something that we recognize here. Um, but you know, a, a hootenanny in the community, which is what they call it. <laughs> hootenanny. Right? Hootenanny. You like it's that not, word? I love that word. It's a great word. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the Hootenanny, Hootenanny. do we have to describe it? I mean, it usually involves music and it involves a silent auction and it involves, you know, it, it involves raising money for sure. people's needs. I yeah. mean, that's what a Hootenanny is. And everybody <laughs> comes out and, and has, a, has a big shaker and we, and we raise money. <laughs> so so those, those have a certain measure of, of success. Yeah. But um, for instance, I, you know, my cousin, uh, um, who had just gone through double cancer in his home yeah. a number of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, actually three different kinds of cancer and to see the church yes. yeah. come around them. Like it wasn't, it, it was, it was something different. Yeah. It really was. So, but can I make a comment? Uh, and I know he would of course be, be okay. <laughs> you have yeah, a I'm mic not going to ask you permission, Jeepers. Um, and I'm sure he would be fine with me saying this, but he had told me a comment about that that would, I think, and I think it would for people who would not be part of the church community should kind of open up or should allow you to see that we're we're looking to open up and be like, yes, take that next step. Because what he said was, if the church showed the same love <clears throat> to the way that they showed me and my family to people outside of the church, mm-hmm. it would cause such impact and revolution, yes. right? Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying to go back to. The early church was yeah. doing it right because yeah. they were selling their possessions to give to those people, like people who had sickness and really great need, but then it didn't stop there. Like they showed that same level of love mm-hmm. to others. And I think I see it. I do see it. I really do. Um, maybe not as common as, you know, I think would be healthy for the church and would right. be good, but I, I do. I, and I, I, I think that the more that we're intentional uh, about that and choosing that over differences or, or doctrine or yeah. stupid little things, like I think that it's just going to grow and grow. Like, well, even, even, um, and all like Jesus said, people will know you because of the love yeah. right, for each other and yeah. people. Gen- uh, generosity needs to be, a characteristic of yeah of Christianity. It mm-hmm. just needs to be, and I'm I'm constantly at those you know those people who are who are he, here at Eastside Church, and and with all of the things that we have going on here, and the different ways that we raise funds for for ministry work, you know I'm I'm constantly watching to see how much of the money that comes in is put towards like just the church functioning. Mm-hmm. You know, so all of the things that a traditional church needs in order to function yeah. and how much of that is being just given away, mm-hmm. right, With within the local church. So if the church as an organization lives open-handedly, mm-hmm. right, and and a, a very large portion of the money that's, that's brought into the organization is given away, mm-hmm. just freely given away, which yeah. is which is quite unique yes. for, for today's day and age. Um, you know, I think people will pick up on that and, and say, and, and so I want our church members to also live open-handed Yes, and, and a large portion of their income, personal income 
needs to be given away as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, and uh, yeah, I, I really respect and appreciate my wife cause she's really been pushing me in that area mm-hmm. to be like, I'll be like, you know, she says something about giving. I was like, I'm a giving person. She's like, Oh, okay. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like yeah. Yeah. giving doesn't, isn't the level that you feel good about. It's like, oh, I feel like I've been giving well, then yeah. that's not like, it's almost like to, it's to take it to the place of where you're feeling uncomfortable and insecure about it because it needs to hurt. It, right. Because right. like the, the one example that you go to is that lady who gave, uh, just in the Bible, it gave this amount and everyone looking around is like, what is that? Like a couple right. pennies. Yeah. And then I think it was Jesus was like, yeah, but that was everything that she had. Right. You only give a small percent and she's giving everything, even though it's smaller. Mm-hmm. The heart of the issue is of that sacrifice. And so I think what, what has and should continue as like, um, a, a, a you know, the church is known for mm-hmm. is, is that like, that so we chalk and we chalking this up to a, to a positive then. I, I we, yeah. So we're saying that the church has historically been generous. Yeah. And needs to continue to be. I definitely. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think, th- I think the next, like on that next level is just the improvement within communities. Like, right. I, I think it's par- two parts. Like one part is that could be financially and stuff, but I think even the benefit that, that Christians bring to a, a, a small, like a, a community, a small or large. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can talk about some of those things. Like, um, I, like I was thinking, for instance, the family life and the family structure. Right. If you look at stats and stuff like that about communities, when, where there's communities that have more crime or more, um, you know, those kinds of things, it's, it's, it's always communities that the family, you can look, you can trace it back to how the family structure and the families are doing within that community. Right. Okay. So let's be crystal clear on that so that people are not confused. So what we're saying is, is that Christian values, we're talking about a value within the Christian, uh, uh, church is that family is best raised with a mom and a dad. Mm -hmm. Um, who are both working together and, and raising a family. And and we're saying that that, that value that is, that has been given to us Mm -hmm. as a, as a high value through, through Christian faith Mm -hmm. is what benefits not only the family and, and offspring, but it benefits the community. I think so, because if you have va- those kinds of values, then your family should think kingdom-minded. Like I'm reading this book about, on like kingdom marriage, but it talks about that that mm-hmm. idea of family. And when I say kingdom, um, maybe some people are like, what What the heck is he talking yeah, about? It's a weird word. It is it's a weird Christian, word. It's, Christian yeah. word. <laughs> it's just when Jesus was here, he was talking about his kingdom and, and the fact that he is like king and rule over, over humanity. And when he talks about that, I don't want you to get that mindset or idea of like he's this king that's sitting up there commanding what the what the kingdom was was all about and meant to do was um to bless and give and be loving and serving those things that we're talking about Mm -hmm. so to have a family structure that is you know is that what you just kind of were talking about and has that focus on jesus and his kingdom Mm -hmm. then everything that their their family is about is going to be about what it can do to help and give right and so instead of it being about because i find Anyways, I don't want to get into offending people, but I just honestly feel like a lot of times when we think of family and kids, it just is, it ends up being selfish. Yes. Yeah. You know, or it, it selfish and, and not clearly defined. Sure. What, what family is. And, and certainly we've, you know, we've, we've opened, 
we've opened things up in society and obviously families, all families look different and, and that's okay. But could, could we not be honest and say that there is a, a, a measure of success that comes from a family that is raised with Christian values? Is that is that fair? Yes, and it would, may not be fair, and we may offend. So go ahead and comment if you're well. Offended. I just want to. Ref- I guess I would think of two different ways. Is one, a lot of these things, I'm gonna go ahead and say, it, don't have to be based upon Jesus in order for them to be impactful. Like you can, I think you can. You can honestly have a family where you know they're a close unit that is is full of love well don't believe I, in no, jesus I, I don't agree i i think what you're describing is someone who has christian values and kingdom values kingdom characteristics okay, yeah. but they they wouldn't call them that no that's, but i guess that's what i'm i guess what i'm getting to like they don't have in their mindset right. jesus when they think paired with these things even exactly. though we, we know like we, we think of it as christians we're like these make sense because because this is what this is who god is god passed these values on to yes. humanity right yes. Yes. so yes yeah i see what you're, I, yeah. yeah yeah but the only thing uh, i would again is is to consider is though some families call themselves christians and then yet <laughs> their values are a bit skewed like yeah they could yeah. be very legalistic or re- religious and not you know based right. upon yeah. um Jesus and his love and stuff like that. Good. So Yeah. I, I like it. I, I like what we've talked about so far. We've, we've hit on the historical side of it. We've hit on the generosity. We've talked about people caring for physical needs and health. Mm-hmm. That's all good stuff. And now we've, we've touched on family and, yeah. and how important it is for family to have uh, Christian values and, and that that's better for society. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about um, higher education Okay. For a minute, because there's, there's another aspect to uh, Christianity that I think it's, gets somewhat, somewhat overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's certainly, a, seems to be a war out there right now between science and Christianity. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've heard that before and, and a lot of people in, that I talk to when, when we get deep enough into this conversation about faith and Christianity, it's, it usually comes around to, well, you guys don't believe in science, okay, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, what, what in, invariably happens to, uh, I mean, you see it on the news where, um, you know, there's, there's a, a potential debate you know, something happened in society. <laughs> yeah. So they bring two people into debate and it's like, uh, here's a uh, doctor so-and-so, uh, from the university of such and such. And, uh, he's going to, he's going <laughs> to, de- he's, he's the scientist of the group. And, uh, on the other side, on the Christian side, here's Bob. Uh, he lives on the, uh, 108 Renews Plaster Rock Highway. Yes. <laughs> he homeschools his 16 children yeah. And he believes Oprah Winfrey is the Antichrist. Uh, yeah. So, so he also has no friends and, and no teeth. Um, so here's here's the here's the debate, right? We have the the very learned science guy, and then we have this country bumpkin, so to speak, um, representing Christianity. Yeah. And so I think there's become this perception that Christianity is anti-science, but again, historically going back, looking at at these higher education uh, institutes and organizations, they were all at one time uh, based in Christianity, right? Where are they? Harvard, Yale, Oxford, Brown, 
All of all, all of the Ivy League schools. But I guess the come out my of, ref- come out of Christianity. I'll push back. I'll just try to think maybe outside of the or what maybe what would be some things that we would kind of push back at. You know, if if we were to sit down with somebody who didn't agree, like you're going to be the devil's advocate. Um, yes, I will be his advocate. <laughs> um, is uh, yeah, maybe they started there, but didn't they get progressive? Didn't they get? Didn't isn't this better where they're at? I guess that would be my. Because now there's smarter, better education, so that actually moved away from Christianity. No, no, no. Okay, I would explain. I wouldn't say so. All I'm saying is, these universities began as Christian institutions. They, mm-hmm. they, they were not. They were not communicating to the world, nor did they believe that Christianity was anti-intellectual. Yeah, it was the exact opposite. Like, okay, so I guess. Do they believe that now? Do you know, like a lot of these ones? That's a whole separate issue, right? Okay. <laughs> it's whether we believe that that our universities are secularized. I believe they are absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe any of these universities are are would ascribe to any sort of of um, theology that's mm-hmm. that's based on based on God. Um, mm-hmm. But but again, I'm talking historically. Yeah. These these institutions we were begun. They they grew out of the church. Okay. Right. right? And so yeah. the church never never had again contrary to popular belief never had this idea that if you were to be if you were going to be a christian mm-hmm. then you had to leave your brain at the door well i guess just from what i hear is it does it sounds though like that like a lot of times i it almost is like yeah christians don't like they're I don't want to say they're stupid, but mm-hmm. they just aren't intelligent. Like when you look at, okay, for instance, the ones that believe, and I know not every Christian would be, believes in creation, uh, you know, this, the same way. But mm-hmm. like when you talk about creation, you know, the, and and to say you were to say, okay, my understanding of, of Genesis is this, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you say, some say literally six days or something like that, or right. or, th- or a day means, a th- could potentially mean thousands. But either way, it's like, if you look at certain things like that, <clears throat> there is like this idea where it's like, well, no, no, science proves this or proves that. So then we almost at times look unintelligent, if that makes sense. You don't, you okay. don't feel it. You don't feel like at times the, it, it almost, there's like this view from the outside society and culture that Christians are unintelligent. Yes. I'm saying, I'm saying that is absolutely true, <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying that that perception is mm-hmm. wrong. The perception okay. that Christianity is anti-intellectual Mm-hmm. is wrong. I can hear historically so many people his, listening that are disagreeing with you. I, I know because they believe the perception. <laughs> so what right? do you recommend them do to be, better educate themselves in that area? If to, you feel like I believe they need to better educate themselves <laughs> in that area. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So, so to take, I, and I just shared a very good stat with you that you yeah. didn't, you didn't seem to really understand the, is that all of these universities began through the church. Mm-hmm. So obviously the church could not have an anti-intellectual stance mm-hmm. if they were the ones that say, no, we want to see science progress. We want, we want people to educate themselves. We're, we're not saying that if you're a Christian, don't observe the universe, yeah. right? We're not, we're not saying that. They were the ones that were building the telescopes. They were the ones that yeah. were you know, advancing these, these, uh, these scientific theories. So what about today in those areas? Like do, is there a Christian, is there a, a it's even a more, it's even more so now. Okay. It's even more so, which a lot of this has been, has been, um, is, is not talked about often because I think the, the narrative that 
some are trying to trying to continue is mm-hmm. is that Christianity is anti-intellectual. Yep. And and if you're to be a Christian, you can't believe in um you can't believe in the scientific theory for instance or you have to mm-hmm. you have to believe in evolution in order to be a true scientist, which is not true. There's all kinds of theists out there who are at the at the very top of their profession in the scientific world. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to have to go look into that more. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not educated very well in those areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's another I think that's another benefit. Yeah. I mean, historically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Today I think there I think we have work to do mm-hmm. in in just communicating that. Well, I think even uh and not every every Christian, especially if maybe you move in more conservative area, but would think the same way, but I think even in the, in the level of philosophers and philosophy when mm-hmm. when you think about life and 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 the depth of life, like I took a lot of time over the past few years to listen to some like really good podcasts or look into some different guys that were really trying to explore and think about life in a bigger picture, right? In a bigger way. And, um, and it's interesting hearing the ones that would be, you know, would claim Christianity um, and uh, <laughs> just kind of their, uh, it just really is kind of expanding, you know, your, that, that level of like, what is life about and, and those mm-hmm. things. So I think even in the level of, of philosophy, sometimes I think we can, we can, the Christian um, world, certain groups can kind of like shudder or like mm-hmm. oh, get scared about when we say philosophy. But <clears throat> I think there are lots of philosophers that were, are tied and locked into that idea of like through God, there's, you know, sure. there's these big picture things that we're going to talk about and think about and stuff like that. Yeah. What about, um, like art, do you know anything about art within the Christian world? No, yeah, I can't. Okay. I can't speak intelligently on okay, that. We, we need... weren't. We weren't allowed to look at art. <laughs> no, no. A statue I don't, of a naked, I, I don't. Uh, naked person was <laughs> yeah. it not. It was a no, no. <laughs> no, I, I mean, just as we're talking uh, again, I, I think you could go back and you could. I mean, just look at our churches, right? Yeah. Look at look at the. You go and I've never been to Europe, but yeah. I mean, oh, it, it's yeah. what you go to Europe for. Yeah, you know, if you're going to look at architecture you're going to go, you're going to go to churches. So yeah, I, I'll give that one to the church too. Check. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, some people would say it's a, it was a waste of money. They should have been giving it to the poor. <laughs> yeah. But artists wouldn't say that. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. I guess there are a lot of art communities that are looking for funds nowadays Absolutely, to, to yeah. be able to support uh, and, what's going and, on. <laughs> and I like to say the Eastside church is completely behind the art community, arts community here in, in, uh, in Miramichi. And, and we want to see, artists um create Mm -hmm. i don't i don't believe it's a waste of money at all to to give a child a a, you know a a pad of paper and a and some markers and just have them have them create you know we're in a city that that spends four hundred dollars um a year per child on sporting events Mm -hmm. and and uh and none of there's there's no money almost no money comparatively given to the arts community in the same really? way. So what, what would it look like to a child who's not at all interested in, in right. shooting a basketball yeah. or, or, uh, or shooting a puck, huh. but you know, give them $400 worth of art supplies. Yeah. Church could get behind that. That's pretty they? cool. I was actually, um, talking to a guy recently. Cause I, I think that's another area that I think is really unique within the, um, church world is, um, the, the impact that they're, that, I believe the church is trying to make on young people, like mm-hmm. kids and youth, like, and, um, you know, I know at our camp, Mary Valley Bible camp, um, 
you know, we're not focusing just like on church kids, mm-hmm. you know, um, we want a great week of awesome, fun experience away from, you know, the, a lot of these pressure, uh, pressures and dark things of life away from, you know, social media and cell phones mm-hmm. to just disconnect, be in creation, run around, have fun, meet new people, like these cabin leaders that are going to serve and love them and just care for them. Like such a great impact to have on young people. And, um, and, and even if they leave and they never go to church again, there's just been, you know, that season of their time where a lot of them walk away being like, I remember one girl's past summer was like, that was the best week of my life. Right. Like, isn't that crazy? Right. So I think that the church is moving that way. Like there's this, um, uh, this organization, I was talking to one of the guys that's a part of it. The organization is called young life and they're really just trying to make impact within young people, youth and teens and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was starting, um, this, this branch he had started this branch like 20 years ago called skate life and i thought that was so cool like just about skateboarding we're gonna go and help be part of these skate parks bring skateboarding and just hang out and you know a lot of times when people think i know i I always grew up like i wasn't allowed going to the skate park in our community because bad stuff happened like fights drugs alcohol you know all the bad stuff the girls go you go go there and um and yet that's it's so anyways that's so crazy and and so to be a part of that of that that place where it's like you know we want to be there uh they want to be there they want to hang out they want to make sure that these young people are having places to have people because i mean sometimes you end up going to places um where young people hang out because maybe the young people just don't have role models maybe they don't have parents that care maybe they don't have friends maybe they don't have good um you know, good life decisions. And so to have people to come alongside them to say, mm-hmm. you know, we just want to hang out with you. We want to be your friend. We want to, we want to care for you yeah. and no strings attached. That was one thing he said, no strings attached. We're not right. trying to get you converted, you know, right. like ultimately if they come to know Jesus, that's the best thing. Yep. And they would say that that's the best thing that can ever happen to you. And they would tell them that. But if you don't, if you never do, we're never going to walk away from sure. you. Right? We're going to yeah. stick with you that whole time. So I think that's another great thing is just, that kind of community minded with young people and, mm-hmm. and kids and yeah, props to young life and skate life for, yeah. for that. Yeah. And so, uh, so if you're listening and, and uh, you know, churches beat you up and you walked away from it a long time ago and you supposedly in your mind, were never going to look back. Um, maybe it's time to uh, look back. Maybe it's time <laughs> to take a look at Christianity and, and uh, maybe what you walked away from, uh, you needed to. I've said that before too. Maybe, you know, maybe it, it was a it, w- it wasn't Christianity as as yeah. the Bible describes it, and as Jesus, um, you know, promoted. Uh, maybe you're looking for something uh, more biblical, yeah, and more true, yeah. And so uh, you got a couple of guys here. I, would, um, I, I think that are we're trying to lead organizations that are are much more like the uh, first century church. Yeah, right? yeah. And I would say in the words of the great Abba, just take a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> take a chance. Is that, <laughs> is, is that what went through your mind? Take a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that song for the past 30 seconds, I don't, I didn't hear a single word you no. said. All that was song was just... <laughs> take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Anyways. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, take a chance on Jesus. Take it, yeah. Well, and on the is church. Is that the name sure, of the yeah. song? I don't, I'm not familiar with the band you, you speak of. You're kidding me, right? And on that bombshell, whoa, whoa, whoa. we no, will. No, 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 no. Well, well, we're not walking away from that. We will. You no, obviously we, know who that is because we, you were like, how old when they were? <laughs> oh, shut up! Oh. oh, that's not nice. You're, you're kidding though, right? You do you're, know. Who yeah, yeah, I've heard tell of them <laughs> a few times. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, good. I hope you uh, have learned something new, perhaps, about Christianity. And uh, maybe you've taken a step back towards, um, and like Sam says, just take another look. Take a chance. Yeah. Take another look at Christianity. And I think don't, there's a lot of positives there that, that uh, you need to reconsider. Don't be so quick to write all Christians off and Jesus off. I, and I know maybe there was a bad experience and we talked yeah. with the other one, but I would just hope that maybe you could, we could all just maybe zoom out and not be like so micro or focused mm-hmm. in on one little thing, but, but zoom out and then see like maybe that was one isolated yeah. bad thing yeah. compared to a lot of other amazing things. Like, you know, some people had a bad experience in this one church, but if you're to zoom out and look at all the other churches or even yeah. maybe one community, that's yeah. the thing. Sometimes that can be a community thing where all the community churches aren't, you know, they aren't being like Jesus, but then you zoom out to, you know, that whole, you know, the mm-hmm. bigger area and then you see, okay, the church is actually, you know, there's a lot of great things that are coming through it. Yeah. 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 Good. Anything else? No, I don't know. I just think this is great, Victor. I'm really, I'm really appreciating you and really liking hanging out with you more and more. Oh, and um, even though you tick me off a lot and I don't always like you, I will always love you. <laughs> take a chance on me. I, I, oh, every time I come to hang out with you, I'm like just singing that in my head. I got to take a chance and it might just be the worst time of my life, but I will, I will do it. In the name of Jesus in love. Oh, you suffer. You suffer <laughs> so. All right, folks. Great being with you yes, for this thank time. You. Um, check us out next time. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. Get the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. We got an Instagram account we now. We do. Yes. So we you have can six you followers. Can this, is, this is what this is. And I know we're running out of time, but I really want to say this. Yes. This is what I suggest. Okay. You, you listen to us for a, a, an extended period of time before you actually see us. No, I, I oh, had this, I had this experience yes, with yeah, a podcast yeah, yeah. that I, I f- completely fell in love with. I just hammered through like, yeah. I don't know, dozens and dozens and dozens of, yeah. and then when I saw these guys, it like was a brain trip and, and I saw yeah. them for the first time, um, with no voice. Okay. Right. So it was just a picture. Yeah. And then I thought, the one guy was the other guy and the other guy oh, was the one Oh, you were trying to decide whose yeah. voice went with and who. I, and oh, I was yeah, completely yeah. off. So wow. anyway. So yeah, wait, listen to us a little bit and then go and look at our picture and be like, I think this is this and this person. Right. And Oh, yeah. that'd be fun. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And comment. And uh, also... Uh, we just want to mention that there, we're, since we're part of Iron House Production, that there are other podcasts that you can check yes. out on there. Um, I, I don't know how much you would want to filter. I guess we just say that up front, but they might use different language that we don't, and yep. that's whatever. But uh, there's going to be one called The Run. It's going to be on sports. Yeah, and, that's, that's uh, dropping this weekend. That's dropping before ours, yeah. yeah. And um, there's going to be other ones I know on like health and life. And so, mm. you know... You know, go ahead. That's all part of Iron Host Productions. We're thankful to be part of the team of podcasts. So, a lot of good content out there. So, eat it up. Eat it all. All right. We love you guys. Cool. Thanks. See you later. Blessings. Blessings.